Hey everybody, content warning for this episode. Just like last week, this episode is all about infertility and it also includes some conversations about things that can be triggering when you're going through infertility. So if that's a conversation that is not helpful for you to listen to right now, feel free to skip it. Otherwise, let's get into it. Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Maddie, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about more infertility advice from the trenches. How was your walk? I know you went on a 30-minute walk. I did. An hour ago. In the dark. (laughs) In the dark, yeah. It was good. I saw two other people walking. Mm, Did you wave? Are you a waver? Actually, not normally, but... But they waved at you. Well, okay. I was kind of coming around this corner, the first corner, Mm -hmm. and there was a man like walking toward me, Mm -hmm. and he kind of like gave a little wave, and I kind of gave a little wave, but I think it was more because it's like... Yeah, we're both walking and it's nighttime and this is kind of weird, but like, we're cool, we're cool. Mm. You know? I think if it had been daylight, it would have been more of just like a fake smile. Yeah, yeah, Because it was night, it was like, yeah, we're good, we're good. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Nice. (laughs) But but yeah, it was nice. I thought it was going to be very cold, so I like layered up. Mm -hmm. I was wearing my big jacket, Mm -hmm. a beanie, Mm -hmm. and a long sleeve kind of sweatshirt. Yeah. And I was hot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because um, also you had a beanie too. Yeah, I said that. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, and I like, I regretted the big jacket. Yeah, I kind of wanted to like take it off, but then I didn't want to. Mm. And I was listening to the Office Ladies podcast. Mm. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, Office Ladies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I was listening to the Office Ladies podcast, which was good. And okay, I noticed last week you gave some shout outs to like. <laughs> These people that don't need a shout out, and now you're giving another shout out to hey, people that don't. Listen, we gotta support local podcasters. <laughs> local <laughs> podcasters. It's a joke you know, because it's the internet. You know, I used to. Oh, but if you want to talk about local podcasters, first of all, I think that what you're saying is silly because I know that you think like, oh, we shouldn't be like shouting them out because they're big podcasts. But the thing is, I was first of all, I wasn't even talking about. Um, Hank and John's podcast. I was just saying that, like, <laughs> their podcast is great, though. But <laughs> why check out it? Dear Hank and John? Oh my gosh! Why are you saying Apple it by again? And Spotify. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just saying that, like, what they're doing is really cool, and I think that we should say that. It doesn't matter how big or small. I want to go back to my joke, the whole support local people because it's a play on words with the whole, you know, support your local, like, really shops. play on words, exactly. I but know. What I was going to say is, <laughs> I used to, back in the day, I think when we were dating, mm-hmm. no, maybe it was before that, I listened to this podcast called, <laughs> should I shout out another podcast? Sure, might as well. Well, <laughs> this is an interesting one to shout out because... It's been over for years, but it's called Introvert Extrovert, and it was these two guys. So, not Listen. only are you giving shout-outs to these famous celebrities, but now you're giving shout-outs to podcasters that are no longer podcasting? Yes, but can I just tell you something? Go ahead. So, it was these two guys, and they lived in San Jose, so they were actually kind of like local podcasters-ish. What? I don't know. Go ahead. Why are you giving me that look? I don't know. No, tell me why. What what went through your mind when I said San Jose? Because there was a definite look that came across to, your face. I was refraining from saying a word that I usually say when 
we gave a specific little like you know what shout out yeah you should have just said it I didn't instead want of to. giving me that look anyway <laughs> um <laughs> but it was a, it was a very small podcast uh-huh. much like our own mm-hmm. and i loved it they talked about so he, one of them was an introvert one of them was an extrovert and they talked about like different topics as it relates to introverts and extroverts and I wish that I, I like that. I wish that I would have like reached out to them and met up with them because they had said like I think oh. they had said like if you're ever like in San Jose or whatever. Really? I wish I would have met up with them. I followed one of them on Instagram for a while. His name's Johnny. Oh, uh-huh. and then I forgot the other guy's name, Greg. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I can't uh-huh. remember. But yeah, it was these two guys and and they live in San Jose. They live in San Jose and they would go uh-huh. and get sushi after they recorded. They would always be like, "You want to go get sushi?" I think they were, I think they might have been roommates, possibly, or maybe not. I can't remember. Mm. But yeah, I listened to the, I listened to every episode of their podcast and then they stopped making it, sadly. Because mm. I didn't give them a shout out. We didn't. So I'm, sh- I'm doing it now. Maybe we could bring it back. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> this is us starting a, what's the word? A campaign to bring back introvert extrovert. Yes. And while you're at it, please give us a five-star rating on our podcast to your local, other local podcast. Yeah, once you finish listening to Dear Hank and John and The Office Ladies <laughs> and Introvert Extrovert, <laughs> then just swing on by. Yes, yeah, so but make sure you finish this episode first. Back where you started, at the Polythos <laughs> podcast, your one and only podcast home. There you go. Is that good? Yeah. Was that better? I'll say this now because it's kind of like themed, I guess. It's a, okay. it's a theme now, I guess. Remember, we were taking a ton of pictures for our Instagram, just a ton, just with different outfits and just different, like, scenery and everything. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. And uh, there was one that was we were potentially going to use these set of photos for our logo or for, like, Instagram or something like that. For, Mostly like, for Instagram, but yeah. Yeah. I started to think about, like, just podcasters and, like, people's logos and everything right so i also listen to office ladies that's how you find out about it through me and so their logo is them laughing and so one of them (laughs) jenna the one that plays pam Uh from the office she has her mouth opened yeah and so i started to imitate that what i thought was it was was imitation yeah of it and uh and so we took the picture and that was like my 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 smile the same one that that um Pam, ha- not Pam, but Jenna has on, on her logo. And then we look at the picture and I was, I looked <laughs> the most creepiest I've ever looked. Yeah. Ever. It was not a good picture. It was not. Also, my I mouth think- was so wide open yeah. and it looked so just <laughs> yeah. not natural. I think that also you had your glasses off because of the glare and you also just don't really look like yourself with your glasses oh, off. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that combined. Okay. But what was funny to me is yeah. that. I didn't know why you were making that face. Oh, yeah. And then I told and you. And then you told me later. And, and then I, I showed like, you the picture. Oh, and you were like, you definitely did not look like her. You look her. nothing like that. No. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a creepy picture. I think I still have it. Yeah, I think you do. It's on we your phone. We should post it. <laughs> we should. Yeah. And then do like back to back, like, you know, just like side uh, by side. Side by side. Yeah. Your compar- comparison. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Spot the difference. They're the same picture. <laughs> Corporate <laughs> needs you to find the difference between these two pictures. <laughs> Yes. They're the same picture. Yes, that should be like a little meme you should post. Like Copernicus too. <laughs> you did find the the difference between these two smiles. Yeah, between these two <laughs> smiles. Well, one of them looks extremely creepy. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, 
I think we should get into it. Okay, you're not going to tell your story? What story? About uh, the annoying relative? The obnoxious relative? Oh, yeah. So, I have a quick story. Okay. It's a job story. Yes. So, I was playing Smash with my kids. And one of them... Uh, <laughs> I could hear him. He's super loud. His microphone's so loud. It's like you can hear, <laughs> hear everything that people around him say. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, his dad walks up to him and says, Hey, uh, so-and-so, let's call him... I don't know. We should have like a generic name for all the kids, right? Like, how about Thomas? Thomas? That's his name. <laughs> what if you were like, oh, that's, his, that's name. his name? No, we can't. No, yeah, Thomas. What about a girl? What would be a girl? Um, you can switch it up. I think every time. Thomas and for a girl, it could be um, Lila. Lila's a cute name. Yeah, it's a good yeah. name. Thomas and Lila. Anyway, no. So there's no Thomas, girl in the no, story. I know. So the dad says, "Hey, Thomas, um, are you in your high school class?" Because I got a message saying that you're you're not, and so then Thomas says like, "Yeah, Dad, like he's playing Smash right now." You know, at that time, he's like, "Yeah, Dad, like I'm in. I'm playing it right now. I'm in class right now." He says a couple more times, and so then the dad like just um, she's like, "Okay, I just want to make sure, right?" And as that dad is walking away, uh, then Thomas looks to the camera and says says it like three times. He says this. He says. <sighs> Sorry about my relative. He's very obnoxious. <laughs> my relative. Yeah, he, he kept saying that like a couple more times, and he, and he called his dad a relative. It's like sorry, and then he said, then he says like, sorry about like we have a relative, and he's just very like obnoxious. And I I knew that that was a dad because of the previous class. I knew that that was a dad, right? Yeah. And so it was just funny that he just talking about his dad as if it was just this like uncle or yeah. weird like relative visiting, <laughs> and how weird it was for dad. him to yeah. Is that nuts? <laughs> That's so his dad. Funny. And so then the dad said, and the dad heard it because he yeah. again repeated like three times. Yeah. And he's pretty loud. <laughs> and so then the dad walks back into the room and says. Thomas, like, we're going to have a word after this. You can't be uh, talking to me like that. And the dad leaves, right? And then Thomas says, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then he then walks to the computer and then mutes his mic. And then uh, you can still see him, like, walk towards his dad and, like, (laughs) try to apologize and everything. Um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's, that's, like, going to be my new catchphrase well that's what reminded me of sorry it, about my relative i just said that a minute ago when you were doing something annoying i was like oh my relative is being so obnoxious right now <laughs> sorry about my relative he could get really so funny. weird my relative yeah that's hilarious yeah my relative let's get down to the nitty-gritty so it's a little weird, right? So we're going to talk about something serious, and we just came from talking about some funny stories and some stuff. But uh, we're going to get into the the right mindset and the right atmosphere about this. And this is part two of our two-part series. We're going to talk about more infertility advice that we came up with, and we're going to get, get into it just like we did last week. Yeah. You haven't heard last week's episode, I recommend it. Maybe not really before you listen to this, continue to listen to this, but maybe after if you want. Yeah, you don't have to listen to them in order. But yeah. So in this episode, it's kind of focusing more on other people. Mm -hmm. So this kind of has to do with people outside of just the two people who are dealing with infertility. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Mm -hmm. Number one, the first piece of advice is the way you process and cope with your infertility doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. And... 
we actually touched on this one a little bit last week uh, Mm -hmm. when we talked about, you know, figure out what works for you and it doesn't have to make sense to other people. And I just want to really reiterate that one here, that when it comes to kind of your relationship with other people, whether they're within the infertility community or Mm -hmm. not, or if they're just, you know, family and friends, it's okay if things don't make sense to them. Yeah. What, What you're going through and what you're dealing with is a very difficult and unique struggle mm-hmm. that is going to be really difficult for people to understand if they haven't been through it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You know, have grace for them in the same way that you would expect them to have grace for you. Yeah. Um, don't expect them to know and understand and, you know, try not to get angry or frustrated when they don't understand, but just realize that what you're going through and the way that you're dealing with it, it doesn't have to make sense to them. Yeah. Does that make sense? It really does. Okay. Yeah. And you know yourself better than anyone else. Yeah. Right? And so just got to you got to go through the the feelings and the emotions your own way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Number 2 is it's okay to be hurt or triggered by people even if they didn't mean to hurt you. Mhm. I think that during this time it's really easy to be hurt and triggered by things that might seem kind of just normal and everyday. Because the reality is that people are getting pregnant and having babies every day, all the time, in every corner of the world. Yeah, And a lot of times you don't know what's going to trigger you or what's going to upset you. And it doesn't even always make sense to yourself, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's okay to be hurt or triggered by those things while at the same time knowing that it certainly wasn't intentional, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's okay to feel those really hard feelings when you see another pregnancy announcement. And the thing about pregnancy announcements is that they're so unexpected. Mm -hmm. Like, how could you see that coming? Right. You know, something like an engagement or something like that, it's like... Okay, you might be able to see that coming, mm-hmm. but with a pregnancy announcement, there's usually mm-hmm. no way to know, mm-hmm. and then there it is just staring you in the face. Yeah. Um, and so uh, my advice would just be to to realize that that's okay for for that to hurt and for you to have really hard feelings associated with that, even when you know that the person is not trying to hurt you or trying to to do something that would upset you yeah totally uh there's an instance that happened to me where it just came out of left field and i wasn't expecting to hear that news that someone was pregnant yeah it took a while for for that to process Mm -hmm. with what i was seeing on my phone that message and it was a video and and it was just took me a while to really process everything and then i was like oh Oh whoa! <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it just came with no, with with no warning, and uh, and I was triggered by that, and yeah. and I was, I started to have all these feelings, these mixed feelings, and uh, and so I think that this true that it's okay to to be <laughs> to be triggered and to be hurt by these people. They had the great the greatest intentions and. There's people out there that don't know your your story, yeah, and so it's just hard. 
And even when people do know your story, they don't always know the best way to handle it. And sometimes we don't even know the best way for it to be handled. Right. Sometimes it's like, there was no better way for you to do that, but it still hurts. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And everybody's different. Everybody processes things differently. And you could have like the best words or the best actions and stuff, but at the end, it must still be triggering, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think this is a really important advice to just remember that it's it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not alone yeah. because it has happened to both of us. And a lot of times, like I just watched you get triggered by so many things mm-hmm. after right. And we'll talk about social media in a minute, but um, that's obviously a big like world with social media. You could see all these messages and stuff left and right of people getting pregnant or, yeah. you know, having a successful story. And then when it came to me, I was like, Oh, now I can relate. Now I know how you felt when yeah. so-and-so said this or you saw this from them, you know? Yeah. And even though, you know, it's sad that you went through that, it actually was really helpful in a way to me that you <laughs> had experienced something similar Yeah, and that you right. kind of yeah. knew how I had felt mm-hmm. all these other times. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to the whole, like, your feelings are your feelings, it's okay for you to not be upset and not yeah. be triggered by something also. It doesn't mean you don't care. Yeah. But backing up for a second to the whole, like, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, I also wanted to say, like, it's also okay if sometimes you are okay and want to take in certain content that might not make sense. Like, for me, a lot of times the initial pregnancy announcement from somebody was really triggering and Mm -hmm. really upsetting. Mm -hmm. But once I already knew like, okay, this person's pregnant, I still was fine. And I'm talking in this context, I'm talking about like people on social media who I don't know in real life. I still was fine following along with like their story and watching videos about their pregnancy updates and, and about them having their babies and things like that. And in a way that doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And you might think like, oh, like I shouldn't watch that because that's going to make me like more upset and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, it doesn't have to make sense to other people. It's okay if it's kind of weird that you're still fine watching like a what's in my diaper bag haul, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's okay. You can, again, ride the the waves of your feelings. And there were certain days when... I would see a video pop up on YouTube and I was like, nope, I cannot watch this today. But maybe yeah. the next week I was like, oh, yeah, I can watch this now. Yeah. And I want to. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have to make sense, but it is okay to be triggered by things. And mm-hmm. and one thing that also surprised me that was triggering was, like I said, initial pregnancy announcements were really hard mm-hmm. to see. And then I kind of felt okay being like, oh, yeah, this person's pregnant. And here's like their pregnancy updates and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I felt okay with that. It was, it would have been completely within my rights to have like stopped following them for a time if I felt like I yeah. couldn't handle it. Yeah. But I felt fine. But then what I didn't realize was also going to be really difficult was when all of a sudden, all of these people who had really you know, unintentionally triggered me with all their pregnancy announcements were now all having their babies like at the Mm -hmm, same time. mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my goodness, so much time has gone by yeah, and I'm still in the same spot when it comes to fertility. yeah. And so then that was really difficult for me to kind of process as well. And and that was unexpected. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that that would be difficult for me to deal with. All right, number three. 
is if you can find someone you trust who has been through infertility and understands it. And for me, this has been invaluable. Mm-hmm. This is something that I recognize is somewhat like circumstantial and you can't mm-hmm. always control this. And having a bond with somebody over something really difficult like this is hard. And of mm-hmm. course it's like, you know, you're heartbroken that another person has gone through the same thing yeah. as you, but it also can be something that creates a, you know, a deeper bond than mm-hmm. you might be able to have with anybody else mm-hmm. in this time. So I think if that is possible for you, if you're able to reach out to, you know, some like people in your community or on social media or something like mm-hmm. that and find somebody that you can actually talk to who has been through the same thing. Yeah. I think that that can be just incredibly mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I can't even explain how just freeing and felt like a burden mm-hmm. being lifted, just hearing somebody else understanding and like saying the same things that I have been thinking and realizing like, okay, I'm not crazy. And like, I'm not irrational for, Mm -hmm. for feeling these things and for having Mm -hmm. these just thoughts and emotions and all of that. And just being able to talk to somebody else about it and say like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm feeling right now. And just have them be like, yep, that totally makes sense. You yeah. know, and all, and all that has just been amazing. So I cannot stress enough, <laughs> like, how <laughs> beneficial this is. They don't have to have the exact same experience. Like, mm-hmm. the person, you know, my friend who has gone through this has had, like, a very different experience in almost every way. But just the fact that she has been through infertility, she just has such a deeper understanding of everything that I'm going through. Yeah. So it's very good. It's very important to have people and in, in that community, um, those members in your life that are able to help you get through this. And um, it's very important to have people that have gone through this. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's for us and for you was like the best thing that that could happen to us. Yeah. Um, that there's people that have been through stuff that have experience and that could help us and say, well, here's some advice and here's some things you could do or yeah. avoid doing this or that. And and it's cool because we we both know that person and and, and already have that like commonality. And I think it's pretty cool mm-hmm. that you're able to relate. And um, get closer to that person, too. So I think it's pretty cool to have those people or sources through, like, be it, like, podcast or videos on YouTube or friends or people in your local community where they, they're able to help, help you get through this. I think it's pretty cool. And that yeah. it's not just, you know, for a season. I think it also could be for a lifetime. Yeah. Looking at the this list of advice, I think that's kind of, like, a key advice is to... To have to find your your people mm-hmm. to f- find your person, obviously we're here too and available <laughs> yeah. to talk about this stuff and not just from like this episode alone, but other episodes and beyond the the podcast. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and I wasn't planning on saying this because I didn't even think about it, but I just thought about it now. Yeah, if there's anybody listening, whether it's like now or y- you know years in the future, if you find this episode, <laughs> um, yeah. and you are needing someone to talk to, like please reach out because I think if somebody is needing that in their life and I would, and I'm able to be that for you, that would, you know, be a privilege. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next social media is a mixed bag. It can be great, but also proceed with caution. 
So we touched on social media a little bit already. I think mm-hmm. it can be really great. There's a lot of community that you can find of other people who have been going through infertility, people who are currently going through it, mm-hmm. people who have been through it and now, you know, have successfully gotten pregnant. Oh, and also like people that are going through IUI or I, IVF, yeah. you know, currently. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be so helpful to to see and to, you know, just understand the process. But it can also be a really difficult place. Mm-hmm. We talked about, you know, birth announcements and pregnancy announcements can be really difficult to see. Yeah. And also just so, lots of opinions, uh, lots of comments. Mm-hmm. And so that can be really difficult. So I think it's just important to figure out a way to you know, to use it wisely, to mm-hmm. make it work for you mm-hmm. and to just know your limits and what's going to be the best for you, which I think is something that I'm still working on, but making progress. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. I know Instagram could be triggering mm-hmm. many times because you just, you scroll down and boom, you know, that's the same thing for any other social media application, right? There's easily like all these news and stuff that people share and and good for them you know that's it's good to share these announcements and and happy news and stuff we need more good news than bad news right but <laughs> yeah it is hurtful and, and when it comes it, it comes and you feel these feelings and you might feel jealousy you might feel envious and you might feel anger and mm-hmm. all that stuff i definitely did feel that um and it's funny because i did think about like well like, okay, yeah, so-and-so are married and they've been married for a couple of years. And like, I wonder if they're going to get, you know, pregnant anytime soon. And then boom, like a few days later, mm-hmm. that happened. And so I kind of blame myself because I was, like, I, I felt like <laughs> I did this, you know, I was like, man, you know, like, well, like that's good for them, obviously, 100%. Yeah. But it's hard to, to not feel these other feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just had to like let myself feel that, you know, and, and then I know that happiness will come if it's not there yet, you know, and, and, um, I do feel happy for them now. Yeah. Something that I've heard the past years from the Warriors, uh, there's this guy, Draymond Green, he's a a player in the, in the basketball team. And, um, (laughs) he said like signs of noise, right. To, to his teammates and stuff. And he was referring to like signs of negativity, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the crowd or the people on social media and stuff, especially yeah. because a lot of people just like love to hate, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that kind of, I, I like to apply that in my life sometimes, the, the, that phrase and, and kind of make it my own, uh, find my own definition to it. And uh, and I like to apply it in social media. And, and that is like to, yeah, silence the noise that you might hear from certain people that you just maybe don't, you know, like want to hear from that might say something else or that possibly didn't um, have the, go through the trenches as you are right now and stuff. And I think it's, it's, it's good and it's healthy to have boundaries and to guard yourself from certain like channels or certain people, certain articles, certain sources out there and to just like silence that and, you know, for a while, forever, for a season, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. how long you want. I think it's, it's, uh, it's really good yeah. for your mental state. For sure. And I think it's also good to have accountability between you and your partner. You know, definitely um, try to hold you accountable. And I mean, try to tell you like, hey, you know, don't <laughs> try. <knock> Are <laughs> you saying you try and it doesn't work? Yeah. It's like, hey, give me your phone. No, no sometimes I do listen. <laughs> yeah. but And I do think that I have 
uh, you might not even know, but I there have been definitely times, and actually not even always about this topic, when I've realized, mm. like, okay, I need to stop looking at this person's stories, or yeah. I need to, you know. And yeah, that's good. So sometimes, yeah, it is. It's not always easy, but right, I, was I gonna think say it's, it's pretty hard. Yeah, but it can yeah. be. It can be really good and really helpful. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think for a while I did like just uninstall certain applications, um, remove them from my phone for a while and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and it does help. Yeah, and a lot of times the the content is not bad at all. No, no, it's uh, just the certain things that just trigger you or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, last but not least, this is uh, actually a piece of advice for family, friends and acquaintances of a couple going through infertility. And that is be mindful of the weight of the situation. Mm-hmm. I think that some of the most hurtful comments are the ones that are just kind of a throwaway comment that is making light, not in the sense of like making a joke, but yeah. making yeah. something seem very simple mm-hmm. that's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And... Usually you can spot these comments by when they start off with like, why don't you just, or have you thought about? Yeah. And those are the, the things that I think if only you, you know, had a glimpse into like mm-hmm. our homes and our thoughts and know, and know, and knew that everything that you could possibly like suggest to us. Yeah. We have not only thought of, but analyzed and agonized over. And this, I mean, this is in many ways our whole world when we're going through it. Yeah. And so it's not just something to kind of make a quick, like offhand comment about. And I think 99% of the time, this is done with the best of intentions. But Mm -hmm. I think it just, it just makes it seem like you're not seeing the gravity and like the weight of what we're going through, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, it probably doesn't look that heavy on yeah. the, from the outside. Yeah. When in reality, it really is sometimes just like a crushing weight. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's the thing that can just feel hurtful is when, when things are, are just stated like, oh yeah, well, I, I thought blah, blah, blah. Or, mm-hmm. oh yeah, well, have you thought about blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it just well, like, feels like, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say like, I feel like I've read a book or something. Or I think, is it you that told me all this, all these things? Yeah. Yeah. So-and-so got pregnant this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so-and-so had kids after this, you know, I think um, actually is from the purity, talking, uh, talking back, back to purity, purity culture, culture book yeah. that we reviewed and talked about a little bit about getting pregnant and infertility and infertility and stuff. And so, and it is hard like to hear these stories and it's just triggering. And like, we don't, we don't want that. We don't need that, you know, Mm -hmm. in our lives. And to get all these like stories of, yeah, well try this way. This, how so-and-so got pregnant after this happened. So you might get it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think instead of all these things, I think it's good to, before I say what I was going to (laughs) say, I want to say that I think, by nature, I think that humans, we tend to want to give advice. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to, for people to feel better and to to hear and to listen to like some possible answers to, the, to our questions. Yeah. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. 
I think that people just need to be a listening ear. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And my thought was, that I was going to say is that instead of trying to give all these advice or, or answers and stuff, it's good to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's very good. Yeah. Ask, like, what, you know, you as the friend, uh, family, or acquaintance can do to help and to ask what are okay terms or or. or even questions to ask you mm-hmm. during this time like help me because i don't know or yeah. whatever i think it's okay to ask and i think that that person going through fertility might really feel um heard mm-hmm. cared for mm-hmm. so i think that that that's one of the things you could do you that's know? really good that's and, really good advice and i always love to to you know to listen i think that that's something that it's good to to apply mm-hmm. and to just listen to be a listening ear i mean just not say anything you know and to have your share uh, your shoulder ready to for someone to like cry on you know mm-hmm. and so i think that's that's it <laughs> yeah yeah no that's really good i think you put that really well because the point here is not that well two things first of all whatever you've said in the past like it's okay it, Everybody understands that things were said with the best of intentions and you did the best you could. Totally. But now moving forward, the biggest thing is that it's not about like, don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, that's not what we're saying. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the biggest thing is just understand the weight of the situation. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I think that that was really great advice that you said. Just, you know, ask questions more than you give suggestions or give advice. Yeah. And and like you said, you know, ask if somebody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't have to be afraid of bringing it up. Because I can tell you that 99.9% of the time I'm thinking about it. It's mm-hmm. in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to remind me, oh, yeah, I am infertile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's not going to, you know, I'm not going to be just like shocked by that and start yeah. crying. Yeah. Like, I, I know I'm thinking about it all the time. Yeah. So it's okay to bring it up. But you can also ask, like, do you want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, do you want to talk about like what's going on? Yeah. And sometimes your friend or, you know, whoever is going through it, me or whoever might say yes. Sometimes they might say no. Yeah. But, but just understand like that it's, it is really heavy. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I think silence could sometimes be interpreted as like, I don't care. Right. And I don't think that's you the know? intention, that's but that intention. is how it can be interpreted. Yeah, a lot of people might think like, well, I, I can't bring certain stuff up, so I'm not going to bring it up at all. You know, I don't want to remind them. And that's, I don't think that's the case. Like you said, I think that like, us who are going through it, you who are, who are going through it would, would want to hear that from your friends and, and because that speaks, that communicates to us and to you that like, well, people are thinking of that. They're being mindful, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think the best way is to, to ask questions. Yeah. Like you said, I think if you come with the right intentions and stuff, which that's, that's what we assume of people, you yeah. know, when they give us advice or they say so-and-so, you know, uh, had this, you know, stuff and yeah. share all these stories. We know that they mean well, mm-hmm. but it is hurtful. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think it's just to ask questions and to be a listening ear. I think it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Going back to number two, that it is okay to be triggered by someone, even if they didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah. But true. at the same time, like, here's what you can do to maybe try to not trigger your friend who's going through infertility. Right. So, yeah. 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 And all in all, like, I think that both sides just have to have grace and understanding for each other, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's all true. I have. 
Yeah, no, this, this was pretty good. As we're wrapping this up, I'm just uh, just thinking, like, you know, hope this this podcast episode helped anyone out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're pretty excited to to have this chance and opportunity and a, a platform to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. because it is it is tough, but we're here and you know a couple of people here that are ready to to talk to you and um, listen to you so yeah I'm, I'm really glad we got a chance to talk about this this week me too mm-hmm. yeah and feel free to reach out you can always um find us on instagram or facebook at the plea those you can yeah. email us at the plea those podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. again just echoing what you said that mm-hmm. i just really hope that this is helpful for people and and even from this, take the things that you that you need and that will be helpful for you and feel free to leave the rest if it's not for you. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Mm-hmm. And as Jackie Chan says, sometimes it takes only one act of kindness and caring to change a person's life. See, See you, you next time. time. Yeah, that's very true. What kind of the saying is, is that you only, you know you the only way that you know yourself. What? <laughs> right? What the heck? Yeah. That's not a saying. I said kind of. Let me tell you what you just said. Yeah. Because you don't know. <laughs> no, no. I said only a couple of times and I know. I know. I know. I'll okay. just play it back. Anyway, you can put this for the little outro thing. Sure. Because <laughs> that's funny. Um <laughs>